Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto's special one-shot movie review for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am a geek culture philosopher and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. I'm going to go J. Jonah Jameson. It fits. Just for the sake of what's it going on. It fits. Tetris. Yes. And we I are here, here to talk about thwip, thwip. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So let's just get right into it off top this is a movie review mm-hmm. this is a spoiler review indeed there is going to be no mercy no holds barred we're talking about it all we're laying it all out there we are warning you if you have not seen spider-man into the spider-verse it's finna get spoiled for you yeah i implore you to see this movie first please don't let us spoil this one for you uh if you are listening to this right now odds are the movie is out in a town near you. Yep. So get to your local theater. In a theater near you. See this movie in a big, loud movie theater. Yes. Make it an experience. Sit next to your friends. Yes. Get a popcorn. Get, get a one. soda. Get one. Get your raisinets and and like no, just no, 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 dribble, no, no, dribble no, them no, no, over no. the popcorn and do let that. them melt a little bit. What are you talking you put about? put your hand in the popcorn. What you are think, you doing oh, right What now? is this? Oh, what? this is a chocolate raisin. That. I mean, it's just a, I was I was painting Is that what you scene. really do? I was creating a scene. You let the raisinets melt in the popcorn? Most definitely. Is Absolutely. that good? No. <laughs> it's just a, a tradition. <laughs> well, from where? Schwanksville? <laughs> no, you That's don't how to get down hey, to yo, don't, don't you dox me. <laughs> do not dox me on this podcast here. Uh, look, go see the film immediately, truly immediately, because we're going to talk about it. We're going to probably keep it brief because we got... Um, you know, certain things to say, but the spoiler wall is going up officially. Yes. Don't you try to pole vault or thwip over top of this spoiler wall. Spoiler wall is going up. Spoilers from here on out. Three, two, one. It's your fault. It is indeed. All right. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yes. We usually talk about gut reactions, but I want to know, Octavius, were you excited for this film? Very. Yeah? Very. Um... As soon as I saw the visual style, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen anything like this. Like, the choice to make, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Kind of like a comic book. Kind of. It's got that Pixar, but it's like a comic book thing. It almost at sometimes looks like it's a 3D page. You're sort of seeing multiple dimensions of the, of, the, of the things. Right. Very comic book inspired. Like a comic like you have never seen it before. Yeah. As trite as that might sound. I'm, I'm not kidding. It is a very faithful, loving homage to comic books as a medium, including the uh, comics code at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Before you all even get into it. Yep. Um, Gut reaction to Into the Spider-Verse. Where, where are you? Great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Thumbs up. It was great. It was great. Really great. I mean, we saw this at a screening. Um, in the morning. A lot of our, yep. A lot of our friends were there. So we were all in a row among fellow geeks and those interested in the verses mm-hmm. of Spider. Mm-hmm. And I sat down. And I said, okay, you know, I'm expecting this to be good. I hope it's good. And I tried to avoid reviews, but I heard that it was, you know, it was getting positive marks. And I, when that movie started, I got emotional on multiple different occasions. Yeah. I got teary-eyed on multiple different occasions. I 
think that this is, and I've been thinking about it, and I've been processing it, I've been meditating on it. This is the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. I'm inclined to agree with you. This is the best joint I have ever seen. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. I want to take it a step further. For me, this is the best Marvel has ever put out. The best Marvel thing? Marvel movie. Because I think about the the pantheon of Marvel movies, and there are, there are excellent Marvel movies. I think uh-huh. about my my top Marvel movies: my Thor Ragnarok, right? My Spider Man Homecoming, my Captain America Winter Soldier, my Infinity War. I mean, the first Iron Man. How could you not? Right. I think about all of the emotions that I had seeing those movies. My enjoyment repeatedly of those movies. I could put Winter Soldier on anytime and enjoy that. And I think about this movie. And not only do I believe that it was the best Spider-Man movie I've seen, I think it is like the best Marvel. It was the most joyful, mm-hmm. but meaningful, mm-hmm. thoughtful, intentional, well-designed, yeah. emotional, funny, high stakes. If you have neurons firing, you're going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. And I think it was very accessible as far as it being the first ever animated motion picture that Marvel has put out. Mm-hmm. So it's a big risk right there. And this is the seventh Spider-Man film that's been in theaters. There's a lot of Spider-Man movies. And, you know, when you think about it, you know, some of them were good, some of them were great, some of them were not good or great. Yeah. And then there's this. And this is on another league. It's on another plane. Um... I went into this movie with high expectations, maybe unrealistically high expectations, based on the fact that it was their first animated picture. I went in with high expectations, and they were exceeded in every way. I, I, you mentioned that you were emotional at some parts of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what parts made you get that way? Made I, you feel that way? Oddly, I felt the same. When I saw Stan Lee, yeah. <laughs> I was just like... Yeah, that cameo's got extra weight now. Everybody relax. Everybody calm down in here. Yeah. Calm down. You, 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 sir, you know, you calm down. I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. Especially the context for which he appears because he is, again, spoilers up, right? So if you, yeah. you're listening to this now, you know. Yeah. Um, he is he's commemorating Peter Parker, who has recently passed within the, this universe where Miles Morales is. And Stan Lee says, you know, I knew him. I knew Spider-Man. Oh, man. That, it was like, too soon, y'all. Like, he, you, didn't, you, you didn't need to press that button so hard. But it was, it was meaningful. That made me uh, very emotional. I also felt very emotional just with the way that they celebrated Peter Parker and Spider-Man in the movie. When, when Spider-Man dies and the entire world comes out and celebrates him, that was, they did that very well. I felt very emotional during the scene in which Miles' dad tries to talk to him through the doorway. Yeah. He, he finally comes to this understanding. He wants to get, deliver this bad news about his mm. uncle. Mm. But Miles can't talk because he's all thwipped up. And Man. This movie just kind of balances so many things almost impossibly, right? Yeah. yeah. A huge cast. Completely crazy premise. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Um, Mahershala Ali. Shamik Moore yeah. as Miles. Yeah. Thank God he's he's in the game again because Dope was an amazing movie and I still think about Dope and I, I want to see more Shamik Moore. Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker. 
Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy. Uh, Lily Tomlin was Aunt May. Zoe Kravitz as MJ. Yeah. It, I mean, the cast was nuts. So I want to talk about a couple. Chris Pine. What? What was he? Chris Pine was the original Peter Parker. Chris Pine played the the blonde Peter Parker that we see uh, and who was killed by the Kingpin. So I want to talk about a couple of things. Leave Schreiber. When we first get introduced to Spider-Man. Yeah. It was like, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. That's him. And the thing about him that I had never, I, I think I never gotten this, this, this vibe of who Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. But I got it in this movie. Is Spider-Man in this movie is tired. Yeah. He, he just sounds exhausted. Yeah. Like constantly. And he's never not, he's still cracking his jokes. Well, they're kind of like this. Yep. All right. Can we just, you know, all right. Yeah. I don't think it, he's, he's, he's funny and he's sarcastic, but you can tell he, he just sounds like his eyes are sleepy. He just, yeah. and he says, he says things like, yeah, I'll get up. I always get up. I got to get up. And I was like, that's who he is. Yeah. That's him. I've never read him. With that voice in my head before, mm. this kind of exhausted, tired, just like, I have to, I have to, I always do, I have to, no matter what, I got to do it, I have to do it. It's almost like, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I was really like connected emotionally in a way I've never been connected to any other example of who Spider-Man is. It's 2018, and it's been a very exhausting year to be alive. So I I, I understand in a really close way that, that exhaustion of another day, another hellscape. I have to get up. I don't have any other option. Yeah. I also appreciate the fact that that, that voice that we have for Spider-Man, that, that attitude, mm-hmm. it's almost like Spider-Man himself is aware of his entire Marvel Comics history since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my God. It, you know, without saying he's been doing this since the 60s. Right. He's basically saying like, man, it's been the same battles. It's been the same bad guys. It's the same thing. This and that. and uh, The goober. Right. It's always yeah. got to plug in the goober and save the day. But he still does it with a little bit of pep. And it's like, if he can do it, you can do it. Yeah. If he can do it, I can do it. Man, like that, that was another thing that I felt emotional. It's it's like the heart of what we love about these things was really captured in this movie. Definitely. It's like any, they kept saying anyone can wear the mask with a black, dark skin guy. Speaking Spanish with his mama. Who's... Got a Puerto Rican mom, yeah, a black father. That's not who Spider Man originally was. And I know my buddy Kenny, who his grandmother is Puerto Rican, mm. so that's a part of his heritage that he heavily re- like leans on. He's like, I didn't know I needed to see Miles speaking Spanish to his mom until I saw it. Yeah, and something about that connected with me. And I was like, I can't relate to that, but I'm happy for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm happy that that did something for you. Like, that's not supposed to be, air quote, supposed to be Spider-Man. Yeah. But that is Spider-Man. And you see everything that happened to him was earned. Yeah. 
like you go from like I've never seen like we've seen Spider-Man get bit. We've seen Spider-Man get his powers. We've seen Spider-Man kind of wrestle with it. But seeing Miles do it in this new context where, you know, he is a black guy and he is going to the school and he is dealing with his dad because we've always seen him deal with Aunt May. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah. And the father, who's the police officer and who loves his son, but was, was kind of overbearing on him. And you know what I mean? Like, he wants to do graffiti and he's got this relationship with his uncle. And, you know, like all, all of that stuff that in a lot of ways, I think a different community can relate to. Yeah. They can see themselves in that and they can understand what that's like. And then going, that's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. And it's so unique to be able to say that they pulled this off so effectively because this movie introduces a half a dozen Spider-Men, yeah. Spider-People. And they, just the premise, the sheer premise there's of spider, that. Spider, there's a Spider-Man I didn't even know existed. Yeah, Did you know a, about the manga of Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. I'll, I only know about Penny Parker. Penny Parker? I only know about Penny Parker because uh, um, previous Spider events, like the Spider-Geddon and you know all the Spider-Verse right. that Dan Slott used to write uh, for Marvel Comics. So I only know in passing, I guess. And there are many more that they did not even mention. Many more. My my initial concern with this movie was how dare you rob the spotlight from Miles Morales? You're you're going that's, to introduce Miles Morales, but you're going to crowd the scene with all these other Spider people. That's what I was concerned about. My initial concern was that because I wanted to see Miles win, right? And Miles be the focus, and I, I don't know how they did this, but the folks who made this movie, the directors, the the folks who write the screenplay, the cast themselves, the animators, the people who made this movie managed to throw tons of spider people in there, which is crazy that I'm even saying that, and still managed to have Miles be the one. Yeah. The guy. It's about him. It's about him. Like the movie, when I found out they were doing Miles Morales Spider-Man animated, I'm excited. When I found out it was the Spider-Verse, I was like, Come on, man. Can we have one? Can't, can't, can he, like, what's up? Yeah. And then you see the movie and you go, oh, they're all supporting. Yeah. They're supporting cast members. It's not about them. Mm-hmm. It's about him. And at the end of that movie, you will believe that Miles Morales is Spider-Man. It's not like, oh, you made him black. Yeah. That's the thing that this movie does not do. The movie does not blackface Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, you know, you've heard me say it's not before. It's like a palette swap. Yeah, it's not like black superheroes are not white superheroes with dark skin. Sure. They make Miles Morales his own individual person. And they also make sure to keep in line who Peter Parker is. Mm-hmm. But going with Peter Parker, they give us a version of Peter Parker I've never seen before. Yeah. I've never seen 38-year-old divorced you know, really going out of it. shape, yeah, kind of like him a gut. midlife crisis Spider Man, right? Which again makes you go, why? Well, when you really think about beyond the eternal 18 to 25, 24, 26 year old Spider Man, sure, because he's eternally between 16 and 26, yeah, I think. Isn't that about right? Yeah, yeah I, I would you know? say. I would say, you know, of course, depending on whatever arc you're reading, he's pretty much always within that age range. Yeah, but when we see 38, 
He got to want, like, yeah, how does he age? Yeah. And if you're doing that, would he want to get married? Would he want to have kids? Is it makes he... sense why he would be afraid to have children. Yeah. It makes sense why his life has fallen apart in this way. It also makes sense how he has fallen into a depression and he doesn't really know how to get out of it. Yeah. One of the the messages, the one of the core takeaways from this film that really struck me that I didn't I didn't grok, I really didn't get until Miles Morales said it out loud. It's near the end of the movie. And he says, you know, they, they all the spider folks, they go to their own respective dimension. And he was happy to know that there were people out there somewhere that understood what he's going through, what his life is about, that they have understood loss and exhaustion and having to be the one that's counted on all the time, the one who leads other people to safety and offers the standard for what it is to be a hero. You got to have courage. You got to keep getting up. And when he said that, just that idea, you know, the the idea that resonated, finding people who understand you is powerful. Like really finding people who get you. And when you don't have those people, it's lonely. Regardless of what it is that makes you feel separate or isolated. And so somehow they managed to throw in all these novelty spider characters but what they did is they gave Miles in an analogy, basically, to say, I don't feel by myself anymore. I feel like I have a community. That's so interesting because I was always annoyed by Spider-Verse. Yeah, same, and I understand that, too. I was never like, awesome! I'm just like, oh my gosh, can we just move? Just, just move. Yeah. Just like, I don't want 28 spider But in this, it's like, oh, it's his community. Mm. It's his people. Because who who else can relate to Miles? Yeah. Who else can relate to Peter? Right. That's the whole point. Peter's by himself. Yeah. He can't tell Aunt May. Uncle Ben is passed. He's got to deal with the like with the trauma- traumatic experience and guilt of constantly living with that. Yeah. And then you've got a Doc Ock, Lizard, Scorpion, Vulture, you King know what I'm saying? King, Candy Kingpin. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Sandman, Hobgoblin, Green Goblin, fill in the blank. Yeah. You know, Electro, the Shocker, Mysterio. Like, what's yeah. that like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who do you have? You you got you got to, you best believe 22 years of that. You're just like, oof. Yeah, I just want to eat pizza, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just like, I don't even really want to do this. Yeah. Wow, like I, I was watching it like, man, I never looked at this character like this. And I appreciate something we talk about on the show. Let people tell you the story they want to tell you. And I can't, I can only, I can't help but think about what Lord Miller would have done on Solo. Sure. If they let them do it. You know, I'll, I'll clarify actually, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they wrote the screenplay, co-write. The crow wrote the screenplay, I think, along with uh, Bendis and a few others. Uh, the folks that actually directed this movie, Bob Parachetti, stop me when you hear someone you know, Bob Parachetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. Huh? I got nothing. I do not know them. Who wrote they, the screen, they wrote the screenplay? Yeah, these, these three guys are the directors of the movie. They don't even have photos on IMDb. Mm. Uh, but there are six credits for the, the screenwriters, the people who worked on the screenplay. Phil Lord and um, uh, Chris Miller, Brian Michael Bendis, Sarah Pacelli, Steve Ditko. I think they send up for Stan Lee, um, some other folks who have you know worked on the comic book character and maybe 
certain arcs that coalesce into this movie. Um, but Stan, of course, Stan. Yeah, you know Peter Parker. I I knew him once. I I, I knew him. Like that makes that the little tribute at there. the end in the credits with the sunglasses. Yeah, this was a really powerful movie in a way that I didn't anticipate. It could have been phoned in, and it wasn't. Not at all. No. Like this, this for me is like, I'm so excited for whatever is next. You know, like take me, take me, like let's go, you know? Because we've said so long how Sony has not really, really been nailing these Spider-Man movies, just get yeah. it over to Marvel. Right. And I see this and I'm just like, well, no, no, just let him, let him, let him do that. Let him. They can do whatever him, they want. Let him do that right there, you know? Mm-hmm. Because that's special. That was a really special experience for me. Yeah. And I'm excited for people to see this movie. When we walked in, we were talking about a little bit. You were saying like, oh, I don't know if this is going to do too well. And I was saying, one, is Spider-Man. Sure. Two, I pointed at Miles. Sure. I was like, Miles is going to bring a lot of people to this movie. I hope. Because... Well, I mean, it's on pace to do thirty some million dollars. And I, I stand by weekend. I stand by my my fear that the movie won't translate as well outside of your and my space. You know, comic book fans, they know. Of course they know. Spider Man fans, they know. Uh, you know, black nerds who are comic book fans, they know about Miles Morales. Of They're gonna support him. But I wanna know, you know, your average per- I think about my dad. Is my dad going to go to see an animated movie? Maybe. Is he going to go and see a movie that is titled Into the Spider-Verse? I don't know. This It sounds complicated. It almost sounds like hopping into a an arc that you may or may not have preparation for. Speaking of sounding complicated, it was complicated. It was complicated. Because I, after the movie, I'm like, so wait, hold up. Who was that? Yeah. There was a couple situations where I was like, I thought I kind of got a little lost as to like who was doing what. But that's in no way, shape, or form, like a knock to the film. It was just me really nerding out. Yeah, totally. It was like, this Untangling. is not information I needed to know. Yeah. I was just really trying to, wait, so was it, well, if this, does that mean, what? which is it? Because I was trying to connect it to, which the movie does, which I thought was great, the Spider-Man from, I guess we'll call it Ultimate Spider-Man. Sure. You know, the Ultimate Universe Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. The first one we first get introduced to acknowledges all of the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. You know, he does a lot of acknowledgement of things. He says he did them. Right. But he's talking about all the Sony Spider-Man books. That's right. I'm Sony Spider-Man movies. So I was like, oh, is this supposed to be, is this the same guy? Yeah. Who's grown up? Or is this, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if you're a comic book fan and you know what I'm about to say, and this makes sense to you, I don't think this is set in the 616. This is not our 616. It's a different universe. Maybe it's Earth 42. They use the number 42 often. I don't know if you noticed that, but 42 was like... Really? Around. Yeah. Miles. Well, is, that, is, that, is that the one? Where, where is, what Earth is Miles from? Uh, I think uh, Ultimate Universe is 1611, I want to yeah. say. It's arbitrary. Never mind. Never it's totally mind. arbitrary. Don't even do it. Don't even get into it. Yeah. So the, the, I think what they're presenting is a, 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 a remixed dimension all on its own. And they're, you know, touching on things that are recognizable. But that, to your point, this stuff is secondary. It doesn't really matter. It's stuff that you can nerd out on and, and untangle if you, if you choose to. I think apart from the name of the movie, this is an extremely accessible film. 
and anyone who walks in by accident or intentional is going to love it. I, you would be hard-pressed to find something really wrong with this movie, because I can't. Speaking of which, can I talk about more things I loved? Please. I loved 38-year-old Spider-Man nonchalantly explaining how to Spider-Man to Miles. Yeah. I love him walking down a wall, and I go, I guess he could do that, huh? Yeah. He had the proportionate strength of a spider. Yeah, you could just walk down a wall and yeah. Miles learning and then him explaining how to Spider-Man by going in after this information and finding out that this random woman we thought is Doc Ock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, what a great reveal. Which I did not see coming. Terrific. And then what she's got like like these suction air. It's almost like these rubber hose kind of I mean, situations. Uh, tentacles. Yeah. Which was really cool. Yeah. And then... Him learning how to swing. And did you know it was once to shoot and double tap like, to release? Double tap to release. Yeah, I love that. Breaking it's like, it down oh, like that. that. And then you see what he does thwipping and it's like, oh, how would I, could I even, like that's, you know, but I guess, you know, you have the proportionate speed of a spider. So, yeah. I, spider senses. All of that stuff was done really well, including, you know, like Gwen Stacy hopping in here. Was, yeah. It was meaningful. It worked yeah. really nicely. Yeah. It was And fun. how they got in there yeah. made sense. Yeah, well, usually. comic book sense. But sure. But I'm, I'm used to. Was, excuse me. It was better than comic book sense. Right. It was a legit movie plot that you had to suspend reality enough to go, okay. But it wasn't like. Some weirdo, because you know comic books, they'll be like, and then blah, blah, they'll over-explain, and you'll go, so the earth, the world smashed together? What happened? Yeah. What? Don't know. What I, did Reed Richards do? Yeah, they. I, I feel like they get to play with the trope of the origin story over and over and over again. They're very aware of the origin story, and so instead of ignoring it, or instead of doing it as if they're the first movie to ever do it, they really play with that idea. You know, it is it is a terrific, terrific movie. I loved it so much. We should give it a letter grade. What's your letter grade? This is an A movie. This is an A. A. This is this is an example of an A movie. This is one of the best movies I've seen. Yeah. You know what's already winning awards? Like it's it it just came out and it's already winning awards. Uh it's nominated for a bunch of awards. I think it's it is the winner of the best animated feature from the AAFCA, the African American Film Critics Association. Already won. Yeah. Already got it. Um, uh, for, speaking of which, one, one, I want, want to talk about one, one thing. Uh, Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> That's King, it. He stole your voice. The voice that you do for, I mean, countless episodes of Comic Yeah, Book he's like, time. go ahead and kill him now. I want him dead. It's like, oh, you're doing... Because I, I, I don't... I don't hear Kingpin like this. I don't hear him as one of these guys. No. New York guy. Uh, you know, I can have the, I can have it uh, done this way or that way. You know, you can do it the easy way or the hard way. If you want the hard way, it's fine. I got a couple guys that can take care of that for me. Yeah. I never heard Kingpin like that. He's all, because, uh, you know, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio kind of does him as the ang- angsty uh, person. Would you like something to drink? Yeah. Uh, That's maybe, a great maybe Vincent some D'Onofrio. Tea. You know, That's like, a very good. He's he's like a very uh, uh, dramatic mobster poet, but he's he's constantly um, uh, kind of sh- you know always uptight. He hasn't yes. had an opportunity to use the bathroom quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> is that what his problem is? Maybe is that what it- <laughs> what's his what's his, what's his wife's name? Uh, In uh, Daredevil, what's his name? What, I don't remember. 
Anyway, don't remember. Uh, who uh, also, you know, Kingpin's got a, a sympathetic motive in this movie. He's the person Vanessa. Is it Vanessa? Vanessa. Yeah, he's the person who made all this stuff happen. He's trying desperately to get his his family back. Yeah, in a sense, you're kind of like, I get what you're trying to do, but you bugging. I wish you wouldn't do it like that. Please stop. Please <laughs> yeah. stop this. Uh, I love that Leif Schreiber took a chance on that voice. It shows the way that they're they're paying homage to these characters, so they, they have that familiarity, but they remix it in just a way that is surprising and fresh and new. Uh, I, my letter grade, I'm just going to stamp it out. I'm giving it an S. Adam. In video games, come on. If you get an S, you know that you did better than good. It's better than A. It's better than A. And when I think about the job of a movie and going to see a movie, mm-hmm. this is exactly it. They did it. What's an S? Perfectly. S on this call is special. That's what it means. But you know, if you've played an arcade game, if you get an S, that means you're the champ. That is the best of the best, the cream of the crop. It's an S rank. So that's an A from that's Adam. an S rank. If you got to make a technical, sure, it's an A. Right. But in my heart. One thing we need to touch on, and we cannot leave this without discussing this. Yeah. The freaking animation. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I, and I kind of want to start with Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Their, their visual choice for Kingpin being this absurdly huge kind of like his head is sunk down, his big broad, sh- like... He's like a square. Yeah. Yeah. But he's yeah, like a I huge wall. That's the one thing. And, you know, the gob- the Green Goblin being this giant dinosaur looking thing. Right. You know, but I was cool with it. I was able to wrap my head around it. And the way they showed him's inner monologue through the boxes like they do in the comics. That's right. You know, and the thought bubbles and him speaking. And mm-hmm. I, 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 he... Did a great. They did a great job with the animation of this. Visually, it is one of the most beautiful and and arresting movies I've ever seen. Yeah, every frame is incredible. From you could pause it on anything. Oh, oh, and it would look like a painting. Uh, every frame is incredible to look at. From the inventiveness of the way that the characters move. That's that you mentioned that scene in which Spider-Man is walking down the wall. They have an entire conversation right. between Peter Parker and Miles where they're just walking sideways up and down this wall. And if, well, yeah, sure, why not? Play with the abilities, play with the space. To this is a, a notable mention here, and I have to bring it up. I've never seen graffiti depicted in a movie not get cheesy. And this wasn't cheesy. It was like Miles was was tagging walls and it looked meaningful. Like it had a purpose. Like an artist worked on it and mm-hmm. said, Yeah, this is this is real. Mm-hmm. It's authentic. And I think that speaks to the soul of this movie, that it understands what it's doing. It's yeah. artistry. And that powerful relationship between him and his uncle. Yeah, man. And when he found out that the Prowler was his uncle uncle, and his uncle found out that Miles was Spider-Man. And in that moment where we see them on that rooftop and I'm just like, oh man, is he going to actually hurt his nephew? And I'm like, he's not going to do that. And I'm like, well, is he going to do it? And then when I see him step back and go, I'm not going to do anything. I was really just like, yeah, man, that's your family. And then when he gets shot, Bro. Yeah. This, that was major. I'll go so far as saying that I think this movie managed to make a better origin arc for Miles than the comics that created Miles. Yeah. You said he's cooler in this movie than he is in the books. He was. From his suit to Shameek Moore's performance, 
even the fact that like he's got more going on with his hair, you know, like they give him more liveliness. Like he feels more fleshed out, like a full character. And I just have hope for the character from here. I want to see Miles doing more. I want to yeah. see more people become fans of Miles Morales. And it was just visually, I, I cannot overstate how gorgeous this film was. The finale, oh my God, man. Yeah, final. They, unbelievable. And they pull out all the stops with that last end credit scene. Yeah. Taking it all the way back to the 60s animation. Dude. <laughs> this so this movie loves Spider-Man yeah. as much as we do. Mm, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Felt that's good. great. I, I, and it really inspired me. I, I just want to have a hand in making people feel the way these things make me feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I feel so, I was smiling. I felt so good after watching that movie. Yeah. I was just like, I want to be Spider-Man. You know so what I mean? Happy. Yeah. That's, oh. how, that's that young, that's that kid feeling of like, well, I want to be Spider-Man. I, I want to be like that. Yeah. I also have to note, uh, this movie had a phenomenal score. The soundtrack and yeah. the sound design. Yeah. Usually Marvel movies, I mean, with the exception of Black Panther, Marvel movies right. don't have that right. going on. Actually, I looked that up. And and the the sound design, especially revolving around Prowler, every time Prowler was in the scene and right. creeping, yo, it was memorable. It was meaningful. And the original music, I'm very excited to get my hands on the soundtrack. I've been trying to listen to this Vince Staple song that was in the first trailer since day one. So I'm I'm very eager to get around to that, including some of them Spidey Christmas tunes. Well timed, mm. well timed. Well, is the is the score out? I'm not out. To... No. When's it come out? Do not know. But the soundtrack is not released. Yo, come on, internet. What's yeah. good? I don't know. I don't know. Even Miles doesn't know the words to his own song. Yeah, yeah. He's mumbling swayly. Just they just let him be. They they did not make him Peter Parker. No. They let him be his own guy. And I really, really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Shout out to everybody involved with that. And that's it yeah. for our review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My letter grade, A, Adam letter grade. That's the S rank. But like, if you got to quantify it, if you got to put me in a box, come Octavius. On, come on. Get, let, the, let the people... That is a loud and proud A. There it is. So what is your letter grade? Let us know at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Let us know what your letter grade is for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Are you excited to see a sequel? Um, I think I heard that there is going to be a sequel and it's going to be very Miles-focused as well. I've also heard that there are spinoffs in the works that are going to focus on Spider-Gwen and oh. potentially an all-female uh, uh, team of, of spider avengers silk spider gwen spider woman the, there's a, a a lot of potential mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens from here i'm really excited so Same. let us know what you want to see in the sequel um what other spider people did we miss out that you'd like to see have some stuff going on in a different movie um yeah hit us up let us know what your thoughts are on this yeah what else you got that's all i got i i i hope desperately that you have seen the film before you listen to the episode. Because we ruined this. <laughs> That's right. We, we, we just basically just... We, we've, we've mentioned everything that we can mention up to the fact that Miguel O'Hara is at the very end of the credits. Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. Just see the movie. And if you've already seen the movie, find someone to bring with you to see it again. This movie kicked so much ass. It was awesome.
And with great ability comes great accountability. As Miles Morales' father botched that line in the uh, car ride to his school. Love that. Wow. <laughs> Love that. With great ability comes great. I guess it's the same thing. It's the same but thing. But it's not quite. Yeah. Not quite pop. Don't you ever forget the memorable line. With great ability comes great accountability. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. <laughs> <laughs>